I swear, it's it's the truth. You expect me to believe this, kid? Oh, look at my sword. Silver for vampires and werewolves, plus pure iron for witches. And what do we say about lying? Now hold on there, Sturgis. Let's let this kid catch his breath. Now say it slowly one more time for me. The, the goblin. He's got more gold than you can imagine. You gotta believe me. And just where are we gonna find this so-called goblin? The truth was that Valkyl did not have even the slightest of inklings where Gorgon might keep the gold he supposedly hoarded. All Valkyl knew was that he had to stay alive. He had to fulfill his father's dying wish, and nothing, including a homicidal biker gang leader, was going to stop him. Welcome back, dear friend, to the terrible misadventures of Trixie and Gorgon. Stupid goblin, stupid human girl. Why would she just take my book? Ugh! I couldn't turn her into a frog even if I tried. Hildy never teaches me anything. How am I supposed to learn how to do any spells if she won't teach me? Maybe you weren't listening. What? Who was that? Maybe the universe has been teaching you the spells, but you haven't opened your eyes to see. What? Who are you? I'm Cassandra. Are you a witch? Of course, my dear. Aren't you? Yes. It's just... Can I even call myself a witch? You can call yourself anything you want, little one. If you're a witch, then where's your coven? Our chakras have intertwined for millennia in many forms and across vast distances, such as now. But under the light of the full moon, our energies are one this Halloween, even if our bodies are not. Wait, what kind of witch are you? What kind of witch indeed? For on this night it is impossible to clearly differentiate between those from the land of the living and those from the world below. It is this confusion, this obfuscation, that allows our heroes to travel in the world on Halloween night. But confusion is a two-way street. But for now, let us turn to a home where a Halloween celebration continues and a goblin has become the house chef. Yet still, he continues his fruitless quest in search of the parents of the half-human child. Parents he has already met. Parents of a most dangerous kind. And you see, now you have this cute little jack-o'-lantern. Gorgon. And then you just spoon the avocado smash into the tiny mouth. I love it! Gorgon the baby. And there it is. Hey, is this guacamole? Gorgon! The baby! Oh, the baby. Oh, the baby. <laughs> hello, baby. Oh, hello. <laughs> Shouldn't he be going to bed soon, hon? It's getting a little late, isn't it? Oh, uh, yeah, we we should probably go. It, it just, it was nice cooking food with you all. My, my family, we don't do that much. Oh, honey, that's a shame. So you don't cook at home? We, we don't. Uh, we just say that's not who we are. 
my family. Well, just remember, dear, we are not the same as everyone in our family. That's what makes life so great. If everyone was the same as their moms and dads and their brothers and sisters, nothing would ever change. We'd all be exactly the same forever. It's the differences between us that makes the universe so amazing. That's why we have different foods and music and art and language and customs and just, well, everything. So be proud to be different than your family. Wow, I, I never thought of it that way before. And just you know that you are welcome to cook here anytime. Next time with, without all that silly green makeup and a, and a shirt, okay? <laughs> okay. Do you think we could take him to the old schoolhouse? Oh, honey, no. That's where the high school kids hang out on Halloween. Plus, those bikers. No, that's too dangerous. Do you need a ride back out by where I picked you up there, sweetie? I heard there was a cave-in right over by there on the highway, but I think they got it cleaned up already. Wait, the cave's been cleared? Yeah, I heard Ted or Fred or Jerry. Jerry from Rural Development went over there after the cave-in, said it registered on something seismograph or something. So he came to check on everything. Funny thing was, he said he saw evidence of the cave-in, but it looked like it had been cleared from the inside. From the inside? Said it looked like something had busted through from inside. Shards of broken rock thrown nearly to the highway. In that moment, Gorgon came to three different realizations at the same time. First, he needed to find Trixie before she ran into the violent motorcycle gang, or worse, teenagers. Second, he could return home quickly and in relative ease via the minivan mom's suburban carriage and newly reopened cave portal. But that would leave Trixie alone and in danger. And finally, and perhaps most importantly, the demon they had seen from the cave had survived and was most likely roaming the land of the living looking for the lost child Gorgon held in his very own hands. Gorgon, you okay? <laughs> He's got a baby with him! What? <laughs> and so we return to the old schoolhouse where the biker gang continues to interrogate young Valkyl. The goblin! He's got a demon baby. I don't know why, but I saw them on the road. I heard the roars. It's a demon for sure. I come from a long line of demon hunters sworn to protect our world from those below. I will hunt those evil creatures until my dying breath. I love this kid. You're telling me there's a goblin. A real goblin who has a secret stash of gold in the underworld is walking around carrying a demon baby with the witch girl. Y yes? <laughs> okay, boys. You heard the kid. Saddle up. Fan out. Find a goblin holding a baby. Or if you see any. Casting 
spells. You bring them back here, we'll split the gold. <laughs> Go! And while you're at it, show this town who the three percenters really are. <laughs> you see, friends, the biker boss never had any intention of looking for a goblin or finding a young witch. No, his was a much darker purpose. For some, Halloween is a sacred night where those of the underworld are welcome to the land of the living for one night only. For others, it is an evening of dress-up and candy and merriment. But for those such as he, Halloween is a free pass for mischief that easily turns evil. No, the biker's aim was sadly much the same as many on Halloween night. Chaos. Now, tell me about this family business. And you feel no one in your coven respects you. They don't. All they do is order me around. Everyone says I'm not a good witch. I'm no good with potions or spells. I can't even ride a broom. Hmm. And why is that? Why do you think you are no good? Because I'm not! I can't do anything right! <laughs> Little witch, you are only as strong as you believe yourself to be. The goddess gave us all gifts. It is up to us to find our own magic. No matter what anyone says, you must believe in yourself. You have value. Trixie had been told for as long as she could remember how weak and pathetic she was, how not mean or not smart she was as a witch. To be told she mattered, that she was good and worthy, well, listener, that was something new indeed. You must be the vessel, young one. Fill yourself up so the magic may flow through you. Let yourself overflow with joy. Let your cup spill with love. All of this was very strange to young Trixie. It was the very definition of the opposite of what she had been taught the entirety of her young life, of what was said in the witch's field guide to the overworld. At that moment, she decided, if only for a moment, to believe in herself for once. She was a powerful witch and didn't need anyone's approval. Sandra? Hello? Where did you... Have you ever felt both excitement and fear at the same time, dear listener? It is true that they can often be intertwined, like when you first sit down on a roller coaster ride, or you are standing on top of the high diving board at the pool. When Trixie picked up that mysterious broomstick that night, she felt the same elation and terror, the same not unpleasant feeling of butterflies in her stomach that you might also have felt. But just as you, dear listener, dove into that chlorinated water or were carried along the winding tracks of the amusement park's crown jewel, Trixie swung a leg over the broom and for the first time in a long time, smiled. Fly. And so the young witch raced into the sky, silhouetted in black against the luminously yellow full moon. And for a moment, she felt true joy. I can't believe it! This is amazing! And onward she soared higher into the night sky, 
But high above the lights of the town, she began to remember the criticisms, the comments, that she wasn't mean enough or good with potions, and her broom began to descend. With every doubt, every remembered insult, her broom more quickly careened back to the earth. As Trixie fell dangerously quickly through the sky, she remembered Cassandra's words. You must believe in yourself. Trixie pulled up on the broom, hard, willing to stop falling. And it did. Trixie's magic aerial transportation stopped not three feet from the asphalt that would have left her a puddle. Unfortunately, Trixie fell to as dangerous a place on this earth that she could have at that moment. So, the kid was telling the truth. You really are a witch, ain't ya? What? Who are you? Hey! What are you? Stop! No! no! Now, we just gotta find your goblin friend. And the gold is as good as mine. And so even as young Trixie was bound and overtaken, Gorgon took one step closer to the culmination of this terrible Halloween night. He was going back, dear friends. Back to the cave, back to his home, and back to some sense of normalcy. But as he will soon learn, going back is never as simple as it seems. Okay, we all in. Sam, Grady. Mom, his name is Gorgon. What'd I say? You said You said Grady. Grady. Oh, for Pete's sake. I just can't seem to get it right, can I? W- wait, who is Pete? Can we just go? Now, please? Okay, I'm going. I'm going. It would have been impossible for Gorgon to know that at that very moment, Trixie was being brought to the old schoolhouse by a biker gang determined to sow chaos. But even so, as the minivan pulled onto the highway, a terrible sinking feeling fell over the goblin. He was worried for Trixie, for himself, for his new friend Sam and her strange mother. He even worried for the half-demon baby falling asleep in his arms. He knew deep in his bones that something was not right. Soon, he would find out just how not right the world really was. Find out what happens in the next installment of The Terrible Misadventures of Trixie and Gorgon. time on the terrible misadventures of Trixie and Gorgon. Lamia, are you there? Just hop in the Lyso Projections.